Christian. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I get I get them at least once a year. Oh word. Yeah, you know I told you I told you I'd be having problems with my hearing every like once at least once a year. No, I thought you had problems with your hearing in general. I didn't know it was like a specific time. No, it's always just time of year. That's why I hate hate fall, winter time. It's a, I hate it. I have, I have bad allergies. My ear fuck up. I got grief because I'm playing with my mother. Like, I just don't like this time of year. I really don't. But, you know, happy times. Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Morgan Alexis, entering the motherfucking That bill. was a really bad segment. <laughs> I know. That I was know, really dark. I didn't know how to, like, you I didn't know. really fuck with that. That was kind of deep. I didn't like that. Okay, so what am I supposed to do? Which is not. All right. Well, like, hi, guys. It's your girl, Morgan Alexis, entering the building. Hi. It's your boy, A. Shaw, the funky walking, dirty talking, none other than Scruffzilla Grays, killing it in a million ways. This is your man, Maurice Anthony, the nigga that has your bitch buckling at the knees, also the nigga that has that shit sounding like mac and cheese. Mac and motherfucking cheese. How's That's everybody doing in these streets? No, What's we still happening? getting money and fucking hoes, so we straight. Um, anyway, so how's how are you doing, A. Shaw? I'm, I'm, I'm living, you know, I'm living. I'm, I'm somewhere in between, uh... In between life and death, but you know, I'm, I'm, that sounds I'm so holding on. sad. I don't like how that sounds. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm somewhere in between happiness and happy. Amen. Well. I don't want to think I'm I'm somewhere in the middle. No. Mm-mm. I no. mean, it, it's the truth. Unless though. you want to be starting something. <laughs> you be I'm starting not stuck something. in the middle. Got to be starting something. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I'm 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 doing all right though. That's good. I'm happy to hear it's, uh, it's it's definitely a task, and I'm I'm dreading the cold weather that oh, is yeah. threatening to come, and then the ho- of course the, the 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 weather changing and all of that good shit, and the fact that I still I still <laughs> haven't made up for the birthday that I had this year. You really have, but you really need to because you you had a shitty birthday. I did. It was. I, I'm glad to to have seen another year. Hey Amen. And I'm glad. Great. I'm glad that that you know we became neighbors yes. and that I got this place over here yes. and it's just me. And you know, just all of the 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 realizations that I've come through. I'm I'm, I'm grateful for those things. But damn, the birthday. <laughs> I know. Next year, you gotta do a bigger, better. Here's yeah. an idea. What's up? Maybe all of those things were your birthday present, and then like, what? so your birthday really didn't kind of matter because like that's another way to look at it. The good comings from your birthday was already surrounding you. Are you actually being positive and not pessimistic? That's, that's really weird. I'm that's actually a pretty like optimistic person at times. Bullshit. At times. At you, times. Well, the yeah. thing is, when you met me, I was the most optimistic person you knew, and then life came. Yeah, sweet. yeah, you became like. You remember this... John Mayer said it's been a long time since twenty two. Well, it's been a I minute. I met you at nineteen, though. But yeah, I know. But I was just using the song lyric. I know when I met you. You were twenty one. I was nineteen. Two thousand ten. It wasn't. It was two thousand twelve. No, it 12. wasn't. I it didn't meet 10. you in two thousand. Anyway, we're not going to do this today. <laughs> this nigga don't even so know when we met. How you ain't are shit. You? He tried to get on me. Anyway. That's definitely a, a, a different way to look at it, bro. Yeah. Either way, either way, I am grateful though for the things that have happened. I, w- I was looking forward to to some some birthday cake though. <laughs> I'm sure you were. <laughs> and didn't get it. So. But you know, oh, what? the Mexican stores they be having the uh, uh, the uh, anyway. triple cake, the triple milk cake. Some shit expired. Yes, bro. I have tres leches at least six times a year. God is so good. I would rather have... Never, never mind, I ain't gonna say that. No, you rather have... Oh, you were trying to put some trash in her lunches? Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Well, you know what? There's You got a whole year to get it together, okay? To at least get you some cutties set up. Uh, you know how, like, shit just sound more disgusting when you say it in English? Because I just asked him if he wanted to put some three in her milk. That's wild to say. <laughs> that is kind of weird. put some in your milk, baby. Oh, man. Is that what the old man used to say back in the day when they tried to get... girls to say stuff like that? <laughs> I knew there's a reason I gave a milkman an extra 75 cents this morning. Like, they would say stuff like that and they think like that's normal. <laughs> anyway, um, so what's been going on in these, what's been happening in y'all lives? Y'all just been working, you know, living life, you know, since the, since the last time we've been back, you know, you became employed, so yeah. that's great. Yeah. We love that. I grow tomatoes and oranges on the side of the road. Central and rich. You know what, though? I would actually do that. If, Sell if oranges? I had, if I had to. If that's I had so bad. to get it. 
That's I would totally do it. A dollar of orange, you coming up. In California, they be on every corner. Yeah, mm-hmm. that orange money crazy. Shout I out would, to the emotional oranges. I would do the uh, the cart. Yeah. I would totally do the cart. Oh, you just sell carts? Well, no, I mean, it would. <laughs> the cart, you know how they have the, the carts riding through the neighborhoods where they, like, do, like, uh, like, like more, more so in the Mexican neighborhoods, but yeah. where they have the... All of the food and shit that be on the cards. Yeah. I would do that. Like the corn and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I would totally do that mm-hmm. shit. I'd have to probably carry a machete with me, but. Yeah, you know, know. people like to steal. But yeah, you know. Machetes. Or tense. kill people. That's a thing, too. I would definitely not do that. Get killed? You think you're above getting killed? No, I don't. I oh, I thought people. that was like some super. Like, no, you should like, kill people. I won't be killed. I won't be dying. No, I won't <laughs> say that because God's funny like that. So I won't be doing that. But yeah, no. Uh, machete's kind of intense, bro. Hey, have you? Did you see that? Um, what was it? About a year ago, when they was when those those cart guys, those vendors I were did, getting, I did. Like yeah. they was running up on mm-hmm. them specifically. Uh, why those problem people? I, I don't know. I don't Some know what was going on with it. I didn't sell their fruits. I didn't understand it. Like it, they they was running up on the fruit guys, the guys that have the the chips. Yeah. They was running up on the guys that do the corn. Mm-hmm. Um, they was running up on all of them. They, even the guys with the, the, the little icy carts. I noticed that, that too. They had all of the ice cream and shit in I it. I noticed that, yeah. too. That's weird. They was running up on Why all of them. Why are you doing them. that? People just trying to make an honest living. Right. People out here just trying to fuck people up. That's crazy. Um, There's been a couple things, by the way, y'all out there, my, my, my listeners, my bad, for the last couple weeks, you know, things have been, you know, around. So, things have been around. <laughs> really, honestly, nothing has been wrong at all. Marius just didn't mix the pot. This actually, what I'm about to talk about just happened today. Have Okay, so first of all, have y'all been keeping up? Well, you know, I, I know y'all haven't. But, yeah, you know, yeah. There's been a war, basically, between Lil Nas X and Boozy. Basically, oh, I know that. Boozy's been in a war by himself because. Yeah, Lil Nas X is just like kind of milly rocking around that nigga. If you don't know, basically. Every time Little Nas breathes, um, Boozy. Anytime Little Nas X <laughs> breathes a breath of fairy dust, here come fucking Boozy. Oh y'all, you know, nigga, little kids is trying to be straight, and you try, you making it hard for the little kids to be straight. Little kids is trying to be straight. That's what he said, literally. First of all, I think the whole problem with homophobia in the U.S. is that certain kids are trying to just be gay and be left alone. Leave That's people not alone. true. Let people live their truth. Anyway, um, the reason I'm bringing it up is because all good, it got taken down. Um, so Lil Nas was trolling today, and he said that um, him and Boosie have a song coming out, just to be funny. So Boosie's response was, stop trolling me, F word, LOL. And he said the actual word, by the way. You a whole bitch playing with the gangster, shaking my head. You can't keep sucking dick and getting fucked in your ass in peace. Hashtag you hate yourself. I would too if I was you. <coughs> LOL Nas. If you hashtag commit suicide, you would do this would you would do this world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. Damn. That really came from his Twitter account. Is it still up? Yeah, well uh, the tweet violated the Twitter rules. So no. But that's disgusting <coughs> to me. That's that's disgusting that you like you took it too far now. It's it's not funny anymore to me. It was never really funny. It was like, why are you so bothered? But, like, it's really weird now. No, before it was kind of funny. Only because, like, I think beforehand we all ultimately assumed that this was just, like, inherent homophobia. Yeah. Not purposeful. No, he's being very purposeful. And now it's very clear that he's being purposeful. I don't know why you would tell anybody to kill themselves. That's wild. Like, that's yeah. super weird. Why the would you? And why would you say? You? Uh, of course, with the thing around queer people and how the suicide rates are pretty high, because of shit like this, why would you tell a queer queer person to kill themselves? It sounds a little bit like, it sounds real purposeful. It sounded like you meant that. He definitely in meant that, that in that context, though. He definitely he hashtag commit suicide. So he definitely meant that. Oh yeah. Um, a, it's weird, very weird. Um, that's a corny man right there. Why do you have such emotions behind something you claim you care nothing about? I think that's weird too. That's what I think is weird about all uh, homophobic people is that you guys have such a venom behind something that has nothing to do with you. That's really my main problem. Like, I I feel like he missed his mark though. Who? Boosie. Okay, what you mean? I feel like he could have just been like, you know what? He said he got a song with me. Why not do a song? Hell yeah. Let's get a bag. Let's number get one, a bag and just leave each other the fuck alone after that. Like Number one, we're not going to sit here and act like, nah, look, 
Montero. I'm gonna call him Montero. Um, this is not gonna get you a number one. Jack Harlow got his first number one with that song. And that nigga made what's popping. <laughs> that song was popping <laughs> the entire time it was out. It was. So he well, got his first number one with Lil Nas. Lil Nas and Cardi B are the package, the industry package. And Drake. And Drake. You're guaranteed to get a number one record with one of those three people. And Nicki Minaj. We gotta give her that. And, and don't get me wrong, I know I know Boosie ain't hurting for cash, but at the same time. He I just be. would've I just would have been like, you know what? Why not? Let's go ahead and do let let's do something different than what I've been doing. He could've doing. totally flipped that. Could in have. His he favor. could have. So instead, I feel like he missed his mark on that. Instead <clears throat> he wanted to be venomous and speak like negativity and death towards someone he doesn't know. Right, and then this tweet, all of the all of the words that he used in there, like this is it's gonna come back and hit him. It's gonna come back and hit him. I ain't nobody finna be booking him with, with shit. Yeah, like it's he, out of here for that. He just he just did a movie, I think, right? Yeah, he, he funded and made his own movie about yeah. his life. That's that's really going that's gonna hurt him. It's well, gonna hurt him. Quite as it's kept, he's already meant not being booked places. Um, for like the past year, um, he's already been having issues. Um, there was a well. First of all, I'm just gonna keep it 100 with y'all, and I think I've mentioned it on this podcast before. I stopped supporting him a long time ago when he was telling people that he was allowing um, older women, 30 year old women, to sleep with his son mm. so that he can experience pussy at 12 years old. That's weird to me. You're weirdo. Yeah. Um. So that's when I stopped. But now y'all getting on the train when he used to F-bombs and all this stuff and suicide and all that. So, I mean, I feel it. Don't get me wrong. Everybody comes to it when they come to it. So I'm not going to put me on anybody else. But it's just like, he been a weirdo, right. in my opinion. Um, so there's that. And um, did you guys see the... Okay, so we I think we talked about... Um, we talked about the whole Britney Renner thing about how... Um, she, she was... Um, with bro, with yeah. the basketball player, the young you, nigga. If you don't know, Brittany Renner, um... Is she a fitness expert or some shit like that? She's an Instagram fitness expert. I have to add that in there. Oh, um, so she not like... What's what's my nigga name? What's the everybody nigga name? The, the gay nigga that did the uh, Simmons. What's his name? Huh? Come on, man. The gay nigga that did the commercials, the super gay... Gene Simmons? No, nigga. It wasn't Gene Simmons. The white dude with the curly hair that was like... Oh, um... What's what? bro name? Is it Paul? It ain't Paul. Simmons is his last name. Simmons I don't is think his last name. Gene. I don't think Gene is his first Hold name. Man, shout out to bro, man. Yeah, it might be. It might be. Be Gene. alive still? Yeah, I think so. He's like 80, though. I, I'm, I'm, I have to look this up now. Is it Richard Simmons? Yes. Richard Simmons, yes. yeah. All right. Shout out to Richard, bro. Yes. But she like rich, but she not Richard though. Yeah, but Richard was on before Instagram, so. No, Richard the goat. That's why I asked. So yes. she not Richard. No. Okay. So to get back to so it. So she not like that. Okay. Yes and no. Okay. Um. So basically, Brendan Renner is an Instagram personality that is uh, focused on fitness. Instagram influencer. That's what we call it now. That is focused on fitness. She has fitness boot camps and all types. Of, she got her ass through squats. So everybody's like, okay, whoopie whoop, show me how to get that ass boo. And she's been um, linked to different basketball players and sports people, like famous ones. You sure she didn't get her ass by doing squats, like squatting down to pick something off the ground after her surgery? Okay. So, um, <laughs> In that particular instance, because I have to tell that story to get to this story, she was they started dating this guy. I can't remember. His, don't know his name. So I don't know nothing about basketball, but I know he was like rookie. Like he was like the top five pick or whatever. He was outside. And but he was he. She started going to his games when he was seventeen in high school. He was, she was going to high school games. Um, and then when he turned eighteen, he proposed to her. That she ended up getting pregnant after. Um, she had the baby. Two months after she had the baby, she broke up with him. It has been said to be said that she was looking by you. He's supposed to be getting a million-dollar contract or whatever, whatever. So it was said that she was scouting him prior to him becoming of age to be able to get a check is what the consensus is. So she posted a photo on her Instagram of her smiling outside of a college dorm and said, hide your sons, LOL. <coughs> <laughs> The thing is, if that had been a man, if that had been a man. Yeah, I seen that. If a nigga had did that, it would have been nuts. Up for niggas. R. Kelly had posted a picture outside of a college talking about some Hydro Daughters. That's wild. Which is basically what Drake does every album is just make a song about how he want to fuck somebody's, like, 19-year-old daughter. I'll never get over the fact that he... Why are you texting Millie Bobby Brown? I don't know what that's about. She 
She's thir- she was 13 at the time. Trying to get to know her experience uh, of playing 11. That's weird to me. And then he was texting Billie Eilish. Wasn't he doing texting her? Like, yeah. before she was of age? That's weird. He was texting Billie Eilish. Um. About what? You didn't even do a song with her. The reason <coughs> I brought it up is because... When does the double standard just, in society, just end? Why is it always a double standard? Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's never a, way, a time for it to just be like, everybody be on the same field. Why is women and men gotta be different? It's just weird to me. Uh, I think because certain, for some reason, there's just this belief system within the world of sex that men can only be dominant and women can only be submissive. Meaning that a woman can't rape a man, a woman can't abuse a man. Like trigger warning, right? All of those things, and so then sh- well, shit like this happens, and it's like ha ha he he funny because women can't be abusive because men are stronger. All the time. Well, there was there was a story a few years ago. I can't remember the name or, or anything around it. I just remember the gentleman felt like he was being raped by an older woman. And everybody talk, called him pussy and said, you should have just took the pussy. Well, what are you talking about? Why'd you tell on her? Why'd you go to the police? You should have just took it. Like a man. He was getting that. And I just thought it was weird. And I hate the fact that that is a double standard. I really do. Any thoughts, Aaron? No, I don't have any thoughts on it. Okay. Um, did y'all see the whole thing with Alec Baldwin? No. Yeah, I think that's crazy. Go ahead. Um, Tell the people what that's about, Aaron. Uh, so Alec Baldwin was filming um, a new a new film. Uh, I think it's called Rust. Yes. Um, and, of course, you know, they have prop guns on there. It's, it's a Western uh, but they have prop guns on there, um, and apparently he pointed one, and I'm, I'm guessing the way that this works out was him pointing one, he was pointing it at the camera and the camera runner, but, of course, they're shooting a scene, mm-hmm. so... Um, the way it was supposed to work out is on the film, it's supposed to look like he's pointing the gun at whatever other character there's that's there. But um, he pulled the trigger and ended up killing the per- one of the people that was behind the camera um, and injuring another person. Mm-hmm. So uh, he that that whole thing hit, and he said he was cooperating with. Um, with the authorities and their investigation, uh, the family of the lady that passed, um, he said he was cooperating with them as well, and he was deeply regretful. Um, but the real thing is, is I don't think any go- anything going to happen to him. I don't think anything. Oh no, he's, no, gonna he's definitely not, nothing's going to happen to him. I'm confused. Back it up like ten centimeters. So the nigga got they were fake guns. Fake guns, yeah. or so they but the ones he had in his hand was a real. The one. person handed him a real gun that was a hot gun, so it had bullets in it, ready to go. But he was—he did not know that. Alex did not know that. Yeah, he was being handed a gun like that. So there was a gun like that on set, maybe just so that they could like use it for footage. Yes. But right. so there was a real gun there. Yes. Yeah. But it wasn't supposed to be used in this scene. Right. right. It was wrongfully handed to him. Yes. Right. He flashes it and, and he shoots, shoots him there. the director, which he just injured, injured the director, and then he shot a prop woman, a well-known, I guess she was been in many movies, prop lady. And, um, no, what was the thing they called where they, like, do the um, stunt double? She, she was a well-known stunt double. She ended up passing away from being accidentally shot. Damn. And Alec did it, and... I don't think he, I, I agree, Aaron. I don't think anything's going to happen to him because he can claim accidental, which I think. I mean, yeah, it's accidental. It like, is accidental. Um, I I don't know. I guess I guess with it the way that it's working out, like I just think that it, it was a crazy thing. It's like and and I guess the other side of it is is this happens on a regular basis in the industry mm-hmm. in the the um, movie industry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where guns just kind of fire. Real bullets, like like somebody just kind of hands you the wrong gun yeah. and bam, you know, mm-hmm. fucking somebody up. Yeah, um, changes people's whole lives when it comes to shit like this. So like this this isn't the first time that this shit has happened, but um, 
I feel like he's doing everything the right way. I do too. Um, you know, cooperating with everything and everybody. Mm-hmm. He's already apologized. Um, public apology. Yeah. All that. But um, you know, it's 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 one of those things where I feel like uh, I, I I do feel like um, it's just one huge tragedy. It is. Uh, because had it been somebody else. Mm-hmm. Shit would have went a little differently. Now, do I think that the person that handed him the gun is going to go down? Probably. They, they, yeah, that person should probably have yeah, something. Some charges. Yeah, some kind of charges or something. But I don't know. In either case, in either case, um, my heart goes out to those families affected by this whole thing. Of course, of course. Prayers and condolences to the family. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> have y'all been paying attention to this whole Netflix? Boycott. No, happening. I don't pay attention with, uh, to a lot of the one with Dave Chappelle. Yeah, so there, the some certain Netflix employees are boycotting Netflix because they're doubling down on standing by Dave with this whole um, special about transgender people. Um, the, I guess there was a walkout that was done a couple days ago where they certain employees walked out. Um, well, hang on, hang on. Let's let's back up just okay. a little bit further than that. Okay, so Dave Chappelle put out. Um, his last special, his latest special, which is called The Closer. Right. Which is called The Closer for a reason. Mm-hmm. Because everything that he starts out with leads up to everything that he says at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Which, The Closer, The Closing Joke. Okay, so we got that. Mm-hmm. The Closing Joke was, he was talking, the closing thing was his, he was talking about his friend who was transsexual. Mm-hmm. Um... And she was she just happened to be a comic. Uh and after a certain point, some things had had happened with her in her life where she ended up committing suicide. She mm-hmm. I'll just say she committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Um her and Dave became real good friends prior to that, and she was actually defending Dave on some other things that he had said on uh his other specials, mm-hmm. um, pretty much him explaining to how uh, explaining how he isn't transphobic, mm-hmm. um, that how he he has been in support of uh, the the trans community for quite some time, um, and he he said he's all for you know folks living their life and leaving everybody to fuck alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the with this new special, the closer, he talked about. The previous, he talked about the previous uh, uh, specials that he's done, and then led everything up to how he met this young lady through his through her mom. Um, found out that she was trans. They had conversation. They like like deep conversation and became really good friends. Mm-hmm. Just just really good friends, the best of friends. Mm-hmm. So to the fact that she opened up for him on a couple of his show dates. All right, well then, jumping back to uh, her defending him online to her fans and his fans and just the social the social media, um, I don't know what word to add after that, frenzy. but just, a, yes, we'll say that, the social media frenzy um, that was coming after him. Uh, you know, she... Maybe she had some other things going on in her life outside of that. Right. But whatever it was, she ended up committing suicide. And um, oh, fast forward after the the special airs on uh, uh, on Netflix, it seems like it seems like the a certain part of that community was just like, you know what, we're not fucking with it. Right. We're not fucking with it. Dave Chappelle said this, this, and this, and we're not fucking with it. Right. But you you also got the the employees that were a part of that community and in support of that community who decided, because Netflix decided not to uh, take down... You know the closer from their their streaming platform that they were gonna boycott. They were gonna they were gonna go on strike, right? Um, and you know they were gonna let their voice be heard. So uh, I think it's kind of goofy. I really do. I think you it's kind of goofy. goofy. I think the boycott's okay. a bit goofy. Mm-hmm. And I say that to say this: he 
Dave Chappelle explains himself thoroughly yeah. in The Closer. He explains everything that has happened and led up to the filming of The Closer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel like had all of them actually watched the whole thing, they would have got what everybody else got mm-hmm. that wasn't offended by it. Right. Um, now, a common theme throughout that stand-up, I'm only saying this because it's perfect that you're explaining it because she hasn't seen it yet, but... um a common theme was whenever somebody would try to get on Dave, like he was, we would tell situations where maybe somebody came up to him and tried to get on him for a stand up. The first thing he would say was, Well, where have you seen me? Yeah. Because if you've seen me in clips, that's why you have a problem. Oh, for sure. The you clips have, will, yeah. Have you only heard me via clip? Because yeah. if you've only heard me via clip, of course. That's why you hate me, because you didn't get the context. Right. right. And it's like, one thing I'm not going to let niggas do is let Dave Chappelle, one of the greatest comedians, one of the greatest black people Amen. to ever live, go out on some like high tirade transphobic shit. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Niggas be talking like this nigga just be sitting in his house just hating on trans people. Right. Or like or at the end to be more realistic, like niggas act like he has a vendetta against people he just right, like, of yeah. trans people. And yeah, he, he really don't. He's don't. telling niggas, he's been telling man, the the highlight for me, I've only seen the special once. So the highlight for me is where, it, and he said it like it was a joke, but it wasn't a joke. Yeah. He said, niggas be acting like I hate trans people, and everybody knows that my problem has always been with, with white, white people. people. <laughs> I've always had a problem with white people. And he said it with a straight face. Yeah, and niggas started laughing, and he was like, but laughed. no, dead ass. I've always told you niggas, and it's like, Man, when you know the art of somebody and then they give you, like, a glimpse into it, it yeah. for a second, like, flashbacks of all their art for, like, 30 oh, yeah. just fly through your head. Yeah. And I'm thinking of the the um, the um sketch where he's the Black Klansman or the uh, the the news anchor where he did, like, what pe- yeah. what yeah. white people be trying to say is white face and, and shit the, like that. And the family that was the niggers. Yeah, yes. like, yeah. he's always poked fun at white. He's always been on white people's head. Yeah. And all he's been... The, the, the thesis of that stand-up is to say, okay, that's cool that you niggas need to get your freedom and all that other shit, but just don't forget that this is white-led. Right. So you still you still not talking you you still can't talk to niggas like that. No. Right. Like as much pain as my pe like and like the whole my people thing when she was like my people my people he was like who the fuck are your people what do you mean my people what do you mean your people what are you talking about like you can't even say that when you talking to black people you can't even talk about my people right what do you mean like right right man I, look this is what I'll say. First of all, I'm I'm fucking with the queer homies. I don't care what nobody say about that. Like, we love the queer people this way. Um, Absolutely. I can't tell niggas how to feel. If you don't fuck with that, if you don't fuck with Dave Chappelle, if you feel like he's transphobic, if all those things, then yeah, sure, fuck that nigga. Walk the fuck out. Okay, cool. But like, that, and that's that on that. I can't, I can't even really, because like, come on. I, I'm getting to a point in my life where I'm like, okay, do whatever my thoughts are on how these people are perceiving it, they perceive it that way. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm not going to tell nobody what to be offended by. It is you know, what it is. Uh, one night, <clears throat> her and I were talking about, because um, I don't know who we were watching, but we got into this talk about comedians and which niggas just, or not comedians, but just in general, niggas that just wouldn't last today. And I thought oh, yeah. about, remember Lisa Lampanelli? Uh-huh. Oh, dear God. Yeah, she definitely wouldn't make it today. Have you been to her? No, well, I'm, I'm assuming not. I don't think you ever li- just randomly think about Lisa Lampanelli. Um, I actually follow her on Instagram. Oh, do you? Yeah. When you like, do you, you seen her Instagram, though? Like, um, see how she's recently. just all cleaned up now. Like, she's lost hella weight. You know what I'm I saying? I didn't know she lost a lot of weight. Yeah. yeah, like, she's all cleaned up now. Like, it's like one of those things where it, it seems like her grandchildren would probably be mortified. Oh yeah, yeah. Just like took a glimpse and be like, "Oh my, oh my God!" Yeah, like she was very, yeah. Dear God, that's there. a, there's a reason why she was on all them roasts. Yes. Lisa Lampanelli would not like with that type of energy she was it giving wouldn't niggas. Work. It wouldn't work. Oh dear God, that's why she's not even trying it. I nah, respect she's, it. She's just letting it be. I respect it. I feel like I feel like a little bit of that is still there for her though. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, like, she tucked it. 
I mean, another one that, I mean, she didn't really calm down, but, like, she, she got, it's Kathy Griffin. Like, she was kind of wild, too, back in the day. That's why I liked her. Well, see, that's the thing, though. Kathy Griffin was only wild in the sense that she was rubbing elbows with celebrities that only a click of people knew about. Yeah. Because remember her stand-up, she would, all, would just be gossip. It was her life from the D-list. She had that whole show. And yeah, like, yeah, it was just gossip. Yeah. And so, like, she was talking about these niggas, and I'm like, I think I remember that nigga from that one show mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, she's, like, kicking it with Lance Bass and shit. Like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Remember when Lance Bass everybody friend? I feel like everybody got a story about Lance Bass, all the people from back that time. Well, everybody yeah, bro. He looked is. like the little homie. Like, even when he was... Remember, I thought that nigga... Was he the youngest of NSYNC? Because he so. look it. I think so. Yeah, I that nigga so. like 22 right now. Yeah, that right. nigga was a child, bro. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you talking about? Stop. Talking about some digital get down. You know, let's shut your little ass up, nigga. I'm glad I... I'm, I wouldn't want to be famous back... Like, it's like 22 years old. Hell no. Oh, no. I, I, nah, that's I a wild life famous. to live. No. This nigga Tyler, the creator, claims that he went through puberty at 23. Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Well, well, so he said, yeah, the cherry bomb if you look at that shit, I look terrible. That's because I was becoming a man before your eyes. I, oh, my Lord. shit came hella late. Like the Justin Bieber, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want that. Like, no, uh, uh-uh, that's that that's too young. Mm-mm. Um, have y'all been seeing how Rory and Maul bossing up on niggas? Who? Rory and Maul. Oh yeah, God is good. They just signed a ten million dollar contract hey. with Sirius XM. Hey. A bigger contract than Joe has ever signed for his podcast. Shut yeah, fuck out of here, Joe Bozo. He, he, they bossing the fuck up, and don't get me wrong, like, I'm not interested in their content without Joe, personally, but I mean, I can't hate on the fact they didn't really boss up on the nigga, like. I think it's dope. I think it's great, I'm happy, I'm really happy for now, him. Now, okay, now, here's the thing for all the listeners, I actually kind of still fuck with Joe's podcast. I do too. I completely stopped. I completely stopped watching. I don't know what the fuck's going on on that bum ass show. <laughs> He's fuck terrible. Like, like, how much you? J O E S P N over there, nigga. Look at they stupid ass little graphics like and shit. Now get the fuck, man. Fuck out. I love it. You niggas, look, man. I'm ne- man. I don't look. I went to Joe's podcast for the immaturity, purely. Yeah. I went there for that. Now it's four old niggas on there talking about real estate, nigga. Get the fuck. I don't want to hear this. Ice is not old. Ice is fucking old. Ice is like my age. He's not old. No, Ice is not your age. Ice has grays. Get the fuck out of here. Ice is... No, but Ice is like 38, 39. That's old. You said my I'm age. Homie. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Wait, this nigga. Damn, this ain't this your man's? Ain't this your man's? Damn. It is what. Okay, but see, that's Shit, what I'm wait, saying. Wait, what you used to say back in the day, your niggas ain't your niggas. Man. Okay, look. God man. damn, you just laying into them, your cousin. Damn. Wow, first man. of all, hold on. What we wow. not going to do? We not going to paint a picture right now. We not going to paint a picture right now. That's not what we're going to do. So we're going to reel this back real quick. Please. First off, I was clearly saying old niggas in jest. I don't honestly think Joe Budden is old. You no. know what my views on age was. I know. When I said old, I was referring to the topics. When you said the ice is your age, I'm like, no, nigga, no, he's not. That nigga's no, like 38, older. 39. And ice is older, like Joe. He's not old. old older and being old. Old is like 60, 65 I, to me. You got to get way up there before I start calling niggas old, bro. I agree. I'm not saying that niggas is old. I said their content is old. Listen to what the fuck they talk about. They had a nigga get on there and talk about Bitcoin. Get the fuck out. I don't want to hear about that. I definitely don't care about Bitcoin. Bro, and I don't care because Joe, here's my thing. But my thing is, should actually care? Here's my thing. Niggas are getting rich off that. Talk about, talk about, talk about. Here's my thing. Joe claims, claimed, even when, you know, Rory and Maul was still on the podcast, he claimed that at one point he wanted to make his podcast more about just hip hop. Here's the thing though, Joe. Nobody fucking wanted that. You are the Howard Stern of hip-hop for a reason. Yeah. Because we like what your takes are on hip-hop. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about your takes on the stocks. I don't give a fuck about, obviously, current events. But that's what he always did. It was majorly hip-hop with current events. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. That's all I want to hear from you, nigga. That's one. For two... Just like you don't fuck with Rory and Maul's content without Joe, I don't fuck with Joe without Rory and Maul. Ice and Isha cool. I was kind of hoping it was going to be a two-man podcast with Parks at the free throw line whenever they needed him. I guess the fuck not. Now you want to be there. This is weird now. Yeah. And, like, now he has to stay in that until... Because what the fuck is the Joe Button podcast going to be? If you don't do it with them two niggas, who's going to be on there now? You kind of fucked yourself. And... That's the thing. 
Ice is only funny on Twitter. Ish was only funny whenever Joe called him unexpectedly and asked him some shit he shouldn't have been talking about. Yeah. And now because Ice has a situation, Ish is in a situation, I think. Joe is in whatever situation he's in. So this can't really be nigga talk. It can't be homie talk. And niggas have to sit up there and, like, be politically correct and talk about stupid things. And I don't want to hear well, that. Well, I think you need... It, it don't... It, the picture you're painting is not the way true. It don't sound just, like, stiff like that. It's actually really funny. So... I don't find them niggas funny. And I definitely don't find Joe Budden funny. Well, I enjoy them, and I still listen every now and then. Do I listen every week anymore? No. But do I listen every now and then? Absolutely, I do. And I will continue to listen, because I support Joe. Yeah. I, I do listen to Rory and Mal a lot more than I do Joe. I don't listen. They're boring to me. Like, I mean, like I said, shout out to their progress. I'm just bored by their content. That's why I don't listen to them. Mm. I think what she, I think, and I could get that, but I think we might have had that talk. Like, you got to understand, nigga, like, this is a different podcast, and they just started it. So, like, like for instance, have you ever heard really old episodes of The Brilliant Idiots? I have. And then remember when you were listening, I remember clicking on it for the very first time, the artwork was some other shit. Yeah. So yeah. I couldn't even tell if I was on the right podcast. Yeah. I, the only voice I recognize is Charlemagne. It's like seven niggas talking. Yeah. Six of, the, like, four of those being women. Yeah. So I'm really confused on what's going on. It yeah. was poorly put together. Like, they were still trying to figure it out. Because that's what podcasts are. You you figure it out on the fly. Because mm-hmm. you, you just go from week to week. Mm-hmm. What happened? Nothing. Um... No, I agree. And I mean, maybe I think maybe... I, I don't know. I've never been... Even when they were on Joe's podcast, it's just like the, the dynamic of them together is what I bought into. I don't really like the separate shit. I just don't. Joe is always going to be Joe because Joe is Joe. So I, I fuck with his personality already. But like, them two alone, like, I don't know, it's just dry to me. It's like, it's just, I'm not into it. But. That's fair. And I think they, like I said, they're figuring out what kind of podcast they're going to have because it's the two of them. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're faced with a really tough decision. Well, they're already on tour and signing deals and stuff. They, this well, is the yeah, podcast but that's, they're going to have. No, listen to me. It's based off of because of their Rory and Maul and people have been dying to see them live. So they're going to give the people what they want and get a quick bag. They're yeah. going to do that. Yeah. What I'm talking about is... They're treading a line because they don't want to become Joe's podcast, meaning they don't want to add a third person and then have an engineer speak so that they can create that dynamic. Yeah. But they don't also don't want to be the brilliant idiots because the brilliant idiots is Charlemagne and Andrew mm-hmm. centralized. And then people just kind of chime in whatever the fuck they chime in yeah. at. And I think it's running course to that because as you can see, horrible decisions is kind of turned into that a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. They talk a lot with their um their whatever that nigga is. You know, people Edith. behind them. Yeah, all them niggas. Mm-hmm. Like, they do that and then they primarily have guests, but sometimes they just shoot the shit by themselves. Yeah. It's probably going to be like that, but they're just trying to figure out what works best for them and their personalities because we've never seen Rory and Maul, just them two. We've seen them one time. When Joe was out of town. And I hated it. I hated that part. <laughs> I remember I hated that part. Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed that episode, I so I guess that, that makes sense. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's not my cup of tea, but I do support the fact they're doing their own thing. Now, will Joe sue them? We'll see. Probably not. Because he technically can sue them. Yeah, probably not. Because this is breach of contract. Probably not. signing this deal. Yeah, talk about ruining public image. He cares about his public image. He now. does. Because it's been shitted on for the past year. Yeah, well, bro. Well, man, listen, Joe, do Joe care about his public image, actually? At, well, now he, he has to. Yeah, you lost it because did they get the cash app deal back? I don't know. Is it at the bottom of the screen when I you watch? See, I don't see it. Okay, so no. They did not get the cash app deal back. Yeah. So they are back independent. Sounds good. Yeah. And you niggas are getting Patreon money, so you are fe- getting fed off the people. So yeah. you kind of have to be, be careful. Yeah. Like, you kind of have to chill now. Now, when you got a big machine behind you giving you niggas $10 million, you can just do whatever the fuck you want. $10 take your million? Dollars. That's a bag. It's splitting... Fo- Man, so they're millionaires. Good for them. God bless. On their own. Well, technically, not. they can't They can't say they got it on their own because normally they would not have gotten that deal without Joe, period. Let's yeah, see. but they did what they did so that they could become as well-known as Joe. Because think about it, What's the other nigga name on Gilly's podcast? You don't know. Wallow. But you know that because of what? Because people have said it. You ain't gonna forget. Like, you gonna forget that nigga. If he come out and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just do Wallow shit, we're gonna forget, though. You right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the only podcast that I could really think of that has, like, superstars in the room is just the Brilliant Idiots. Yeah. Because Wax is hilarious. Wax, so funny. Taylor can be funny sometimes. She can be. All and their, then, they be having the inter-Alex be on there every now and then. Yeah, like, yeah. everybody on there is good on mic, so that's why it's a good, because you never know who's gonna talk. Yeah. It's to the point where they just don't need guests anymore. Well, it's funny, because Wax has two po- other podcasts. He 
He has one with his fiance, and then he has one with L'Oreal, which is they're great. I fuck with Charlemagne, bro. He really be getting niggas the bag. He do, and the whole Black Effect Network, he put everybody on. Yeah, I fuck with that. Man, Charlemagne, hey man, give, give us a bag, bro. I'm mad because it would have been really awesome if Rory and Maul would have went to the Black Effect. That'd, That'd been, been fucked up. Funny, actually. that'd be That'd funny. Be so fucked I condone up. it. I condone. It. That's the best get back. Fuck you, Ooh. niggas. That's the best get back. I don't think Charlamagne would have did it though. Just to not be nasty. I don't think he would have did it. Um, so me and Maurice were having a conversation earlier about Lizzo. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk about it in the podcast. I thought it was a good conversation. So basically, I said I'm I'm kind of tired of Lizzo. Um, it seems like she is making her brand more about her body and not her music. Um, I say that because there have been examples, multiple examples of her um, crying about people talking about um, her and her body and the way it looks and this and that. Yeah. Her twerking on Instagram live to my kiss my fat ass. Um, but there's no music out. So I'm like, I feel like people are more focused on, you know, the way she looks versus her talent and her music. She has a knowledge of music theory. So and it's like she plays flute. She does all this. Like she's very talented musically. Let's get back to that and not focus so much on what she's wearing and how and her being this big lady. That that's my argument. And then what was you? You said something. My argument was is that she might not have full control over that because I think of people like Charlie Puth. Like Charlie Puth, in some interview, he said that he woke up one day and realized that who he was fucking was more popular than his music. Yes. Okay. But that's something you can control. Yeah. You could just stop making your relationships public. Yeah. Lizzo just gonna be fat. That's okay. what she's gonna be. She's gonna be fat. And niggas just keep commenting on her being fat and she's like, but what about the music? And so she's trying to like, on one end of the spectrum, she's trying to be like, hey, I'm not gonna stop being fat because you niggas don't like it. Because that is a statement that needs to be said so that fat people like me can be like, hey, that makes me feel great. That there are people out here who will stand up against weak-ass niggas trying to make fun of us for being fat. Oh, no, you know me, I'm a big girl myself, so I, I definitely support that. But on the other end, all of that is being perceived as that's all she does. And it's like... That's all I see. Yeah, because it's a lot of what she does. And yeah, she hasn't put out music in a while. She had that record with Cardi B, and that shit didn't really and do that yeah, like that. And yeah, that's a while. Like, you, because yeah. that was 2019 that record came out? Whoa! That came out a couple months ago. No, Ooh. no, 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 the album. Oh, the album, yeah. The album came out in 2019. It's about time for some normal... Actually, I think it might be earlier than that. Nah, because I was... I It came out... My grandpa died in 2019. So yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I was driving to go see him. Like, go, we'll go to his funeral when that album came out. Okay. Yeah, that's 2019. Like, okay. Yeah, like April. Yeah, April, right? right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, two years. And, of course, COVID kind of make it feel like it was, like, three. Fuck. That, because, listen, COVID made 2020 so long. Yeah, year. yeah. We, I lost a year with For that. For real. It's crazy, actually. But, know? um... But, like, the thing is, bro, like... What the fuck do you want her to do? Like, if you stuck in the house, you know what I'm saying? No, and, like, okay, so here's my thing. Like, as a big woman myself, I support her and her movement. Like I told you before, I didn't, I'm not like these kids. Like, I'm a little older. I didn't grow up with the body positivity movement. So when I see certain things, I still be clutching my pearls a little bit. Like, are we here? Like, what's, what's, the, what's the end goal? And Blizzo being so talented, it bothers me, the fact that she just overly leans into, I'm fat, I'm fat. Look at me, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat. And it's like, we've had many fat singers throughout life that didn't have us focus on that. We had Aretha Franklin, that wasn't her whole thing, her being big. We had Patti LaBelle, that wasn't her whole thing, being a little larger. We had fucking Jill Scott, she never said nothing about that and was very successful. So why did you, do you feel the need to overly do the shit? It's my, it's my thing. And it was at this point in the argument, I said that you just gave my Lil Nas X argument of why I don't like Lil Nas X. Okay, and At least the that. main reason. Explain because... That. Like we've established earlier, we fuck with the queer homies. Yes. And I don't give a fuck how you feel about that. Period. That being said, bro, like all we know are all the most of the shit that this nigga does is trolling and it's just be a whole bunch of bullshit. Like that don't be music. He posts more about bullshit than music. Nigga, he's known more as a troll. 
Niggas literally in interviews ask him about trolling. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I know I do. And there are great trollers on Twitter that do not get asked about being a troll. They just, just do it one. because they're just fucking around. Yeah. This is not for the goofy niggas, by the way, that think trolling is a bad thing. It's not. Trolling is a thing that everyone does. If you know how to do it and you do it right, it's fun. It's a great time. But when it's I'm... It's just sarcastic humor. But when you're more known for that than an album coming out that has Doja Cat on it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's... Yeah. Like, and what was most... Which, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that for both parties. One... You don't need a Nas feature. You don't know what that means. Two, I just don't like the fact that Nas really is becoming Uncle Snoop. He just gonna rap on it. He just gonna... If you send that nigga a bag, he just gonna rap on it. I hate that. I don't know. What you think, Aaron? What you think about Lizzo and all that? I think Lizzo just need to put out the music. That's it. That's it. That's, That's really all I'm saying. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Like... I got introduced to her being a big girl, so I was like, okay, well, I, I dig what you're doing. Right. I dig what you're doing. You I know? love it. But in the same sense, I, I do actually like her music. Yeah. So I it's just too. like, hey, so why don't you just put out some music to distract these motherfuckers? Please. Whether it's what you want it to be or not, you know, just, just put out some music. You Give know? me something. I mean, I got a theory. I think Lizzo ain't got no ideas. Yeah? I think... This is just my theory. And I'm open to being wrong. I love Lizzo. So I'm not going to talk down on Lizzo. But I do have a theory. And my theory is, if you listen to that album, that album, the first album that she put out, not the first album that she put out, but the first mainstream album that she released, Mm Because I Love You. That record sounds like somebody that's trying to get on. Yeah. She was taking a whole lot of, like... Left turns that was like, what kind of album is this? You had a fucking the lingerie song sounds like some shit that be playing like in a bar with like the woman walking on the tables with the long white sleeves on and shit. Mm-hmm. And then you got like a girl which sound like Kanye could have made the beat. And then you got fucking good. I mean, and a good as hell is not on that album. Uh, Juice on there, like a lot of flavors going shit. in here. She was trying to like appeal to a lot of audiences, but at the same time maintain. You know, herself, herself, right? Mm -hmm. And I think she had poured her all into that record. Yeah. And that's further, further, at least confirmed for me when, I don't know if you noticed, but there has since been a deluxe version that's been released. Yeah, I didn't know that. And the deluxe version has old songs that just were popular Lizzo songs added to this record. Yeah. Hmm. So it's like, I don't think Worship Me is on there, but I know Good As Hell is now on there, and it's the version with Ariana Grande, Mm -hmm. and then she's got the... um, Truth Hurts is now on that mm-hmm. record because that shit had been cracking for, oh my God. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? So like, she she repackaged and released that and it was on the low ski. I don't think niggas knew that. Because now when you go there, the original album's not there anymore. Yeah, it's just the deluxe. deluxe. Yeah. Okay. And then like, she got cracking quicker than probably expected. I mean, when she put Juice out, she had to know that that shit was gonna go. I mean, would you? Yeah. If you've been working, if you've been working so hard, ain't Lizzo from Detroit? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you've been trying to climb out of Detroit. You ain't gonna think Juice gonna go right away like that. True. You know what I'm saying? And she had a hot record called Boys before that. She did. Like, there was a couple ones, but like, Tail was popping before that too. Yeah, like she was, she was gaining momentum. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying, like, when Juice was released, the album was already pretty much done. I would assume. I think so. And so I'm saying, like, it just sounded like a come up record. Like, I'm gonna get out, and then she got out, and now she like. Oh, I just kind of wanted to chill now. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I just... You're right. I, I just don't want that just to... Okay, here, here's the thing. And I was talking to some, another plus-size influencer that I know. The reason why I couldn't get with the body positivity movement when it first happened, which I feel like it happened maybe like six, seven years ago, something like that, is because I felt like... women, big, bigger women like myself were using their bodies as like a shock value back then. And my thing is I prefer a body positivity movement where we just coexist. Where where it's just, okay, you this size, you this size. We just walk down the street together. Versus, oh, here's my fat body. Here's my big chest, my boobs, my my rolls in the back. Like, I don't, that's why I couldn't identify with it at first because I was like, that ain't for me. I'm not even that type of bitch. 
You know, just because you big don't mean we can, we have to align on the same thought process when it came to that. So that's why it took me a while to even get involved. And then I started seeing bigger women that just posted they shit and went and was like, oh, okay, we can do this too. Okay, now I can fuck with it. So I think for me, Lizzo represents that first era of the body positivity movement where they would just be just shocking. Oh, yeah, look at my rolls and my fat stomach. Oh, I'm naked. Like, like extra with it. I think because you and I, similar, uh, similarly, we don't get off on pissing people off. At all. You know what I'm saying? And I think we also have not, at least for, I'm going to speak for myself, I have never been in a situation where my fatness bothered somebody. Oh, I have many times. Like, I've never had nobody... And I'm not talking about in the sense of bullying. Like, of course, we've been bullied. But I'm saying, like... I don't think... I can't name one person I've ever met in my life who I felt, like, wanted me dead because I was fat or, like, shit like that. So, like, when people are are posting this shit talking about some, yo, like, this is me. If you don't like it, kiss my ass. Shit like that. You didn't understand it. I'm like, I... I can't imagine a world where I would ever have to give a fuck about what people give a fuck about it's on me. It's more of a girl thing. Is it? Yeah, okay, it's so more then, of a girl thing. I, I guess maybe that's that. why. And I was kind of thinking to myself, like, as far as the body positivity movement, like, I follow people who are into it, but mm-hmm. I don't follow it because, I don't know, I guess, I mean, I think the worst thing outside of the obvious, like, going to, like, amusement parks and not being able to get in the rides, which I don't, I can't remember if I've ever been refused to sit on a ride because I was I too have. fat. I mean, the worst of it in my entire life. I think it's because I'm a woman. I've gotten I've gotten the worst parts of being a big girl. Like up until now, the shit wasn't cool. Like I didn't feel these like. Oh yeah, no, yeah, and that's like, why I'm saying like I do feel connected to it in a way because I do too. I too feel the effects. Yeah. Of being fat, being cool. I've had people not want to sit next to me because I was too big. Or I've had people look at me and whisper. And, and like do like like skirt I've had, away from I've me. had that. I've had um, people whisper. I've had somebody fart in the room and everybody look at me and assume it's me because I'm the big girl. Oh. I've had all types like I, I can go on and on. I've had I have trauma behind my weight. I have lots of trauma. So you know, part of me is like because it, like we laugh and joke about this, but Lizzo just be is me. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I relate to her in so many ways. The only part that's different is. I just feel like she just wants to use her body as shock value versus just coexisting throughout the world. Isn't that what we fighting for anyway? Yeah, but I think if to you just coexist and but not I think be looked if at you a certain ask, way. I think if you ask Liz, Lizzo, she would tell you that that's because she feels like people be acting like her body is made for shock value. Because okay. I mean, you gotta think like fat people are always like in movies, like in, in rom coms, are always like the bumbling yeah. idiot that yeah. wears the, the, fucking the, the button up shirts with them ugly khaki pants, yes. like you know what I'm saying, or like. I mean, We're I've always been a, a loser. Like yeah. even even in cartoon form, I like, think about how uh, in Kim Possible, like Wade was just in the control yeah. room all the time because yeah. he was the nerd. Because yes. he was fat, you yes. couldn't be skinny and be the nerd. Right. Think about the fat girl that was on. Is it uh, Criminal Minds? Yes. The blonde girl. Yes. I lo- that's my oh. bitch. I love that bitch. Yeah. But like, yeah, because she she had to be nerdy because yeah. she was fat. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. The, the fucking fat trope is like I could, it's down to a science yeah. to the point to where even when you try to drop some shit like remember Fat Girls by Monique yes. even when you drop some shit like that the tropes are so bad in regular mainstream media that that looked like a parody of itself that's you know what I'm really, saying? I didn't think about it like that, but that's true. It just felt like, oh, yeah, yeah so what we going to do is have all the muscle and ripped African niggas want to fuck us. You know, it's like, all right, like, hold your horses, sis. Like, I mean, but let's we keep it, get... I mean, we're going to keep it a band. American men was not fucking with big, with big women like that back in the day. Sorry. No, they was, but they was doing it just like how down low niggas Fetish, do it with gay yeah, people. Fetishizing or just trying to be down low with it. So yeah. you fuck on a fat girl, but you don't want to tell nobody that you did. It's not a good idea or, you know, people are going to judge me because I fucked a fat girl. And the funny shit about it is, in my experience, only talking about me, remember, I'm the fat guy. Yeah. In my experience... When niggas was fucking fat bitches, niggas probably got better reactions than when they fucked the small girls. Why? 
Because the fat girls was always finer, nigga. What you mean? Skinny I mean, bitches never had to put no pain in to look good. All right, now. Them bitches just showed up to school and then, like, all the, the goofy niggas wanted to fuck them because their bodies were so fucking... Ugh. And again, <laughs> I've never, like I said, that is a world I've never experienced. But when I tell you niggas was like, it's oh, always you beat that down, it's up. It was always the skinny, light-skinned girls with curly hair that look exotic to all the niggas. And us fat black women was just sitting back like, damn, I wish I could. I'm just gonna keep it a big like, like I can, I can do a whole podcast on my experiences being a fat black woman, and tall, that too. Like I really could, but to get back to circle back to Lizzo, I love her and I support her. I love her music. I think she's wildly talented. I just want us to be able to, I just want her to just focus on that. And stop making these weird ass songs, nigga. We didn't fuck with that shit with Cardi, nigga. What are you doing? The video got more praise than the actual song itself. I wouldn't play that song. I did not like that. No. I, I don't think I've ever actually heard it. We gonna play that for the pod. so goddamn. Nigga, get the fuck out. Oh, that's it? Yeah. I guess I have heard it. Yeah, yeah nah. I don't <laughs> ever want to hear that again. No. <laughs> um, Song of the Week. Uh, what is the song y'all have been playing this week? Old, old or new? Just name it. Well. I'll give you mine. Mine is um, Jared Brady featuring Jay Dova, Dona. That's my shit. Been playing it all week. I got a story behind mine. Okay, let's hear it. All right, so this past this past couple weeks, because you know we didn't we didn't record the last couple weeks. Um, I've kind of been revisiting shit that I did in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and and for the listeners, yes, it's it's been a while since high school, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So back back in high school is when uh, all of my music shit was really just kind of coming out as a, a, a talent, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I signed up to do this this talent show, and this talent show, like it wasn't supposed to be a winner or anything like that, but I auditioned. And I auditioned with Genuine's uh, Tell Me Do You Wanna mm-hmm. from his first album, uh, The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. All right, so I auditioned with that, and I was thinking, hey, I was going to do that shit. Well, Principal had to okay everything, and she was like, nah, you're not doing that, my guy. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm just not doing it. And she was like, well, there's other songs on here that you can do, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like... I guess so. And she was like, okay, well, what about this one? And it was like, all right, nah, we're not doing that one. That was a little bit too suggestive. All right, and so I was like, Pony. And she was like, nah, we're not doing that one either. Yeah, that, was very <laughs> that was very suggestive. But um, I went and I did, uh, we finally settled on I'll Do Anything I'm Sorry from The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Um, got a nice little Stevie sample in it. It's a cool little song. Um, but... She was like, okay, so the last part of the song, the part after the rap, is what you can do. So we'll cue it up to here, and then, you know, you just kind of go with it. Side note, for me to go through all four of those songs and actually be able to perform them back in high school, I feel like I was up to some shit. Right. I feel like I was up to some shit. Anyway, anyway, um, so... My song of the week is I'll Do Anything I'm Sorry with the uh, the four other songs right behind it. So it would be I'll Do Anything I'm Sorry by Genuine, um, Pony by Genuine, uh, Only When You're Lonely by Genuine, and then uh, Tell Me Do You Wanna okay. by Genuine. So those would be kind of my, my go-to things. They came up in conversation. I was talking to uh, to Trina D. Shout out to Trina D. Um, we just happened to just be communicating about those, and uh, I had just been listening to them all week. It was just like, you know what? I hop in the shower. Bam, I turn them on. I get ready to go to work. I'm walking to work listening to them. Um, I'm at work doing a mod. I'm I'm listening to them. So it was just kind of one of those things where it just kind of was like nostalgia for me to bring them back. And yeah, I those dig my it. songs. I dig it. Maurice Anthony. Lunar by Toby Lou. Love it. Love it. Shout outs. Uh, shout out. Well, special shout out again to, to Trinity. She, uh, she had, um, her dad passed away. Rest in peace. Uh, a couple weeks, a couple weeks back. Mm-hmm. 
she's been going through a few different things with family. Um, shout out to the Love family. Yes, they yes, had, absolutely. Uh, yeah. They had Rest Big Rudy. Rudy Love, yeah. Yeah, Big Rudy Love. Rudy Love Sr. Uh, passed away and... Fuck cancer. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, shout out to them. Uh, little Rudy, Michaelin, all of them, all of y'all. Because, uh, I mean, it's, the Love family is huge, y'all. <laughs> the Love family is huge. So, shout out to all of y'all uh, for... for just rocking and, and and doing the things that you you guys have done and being the influence that you guys have been to the city. Um, shout out to Baby Ruth. Hey. Uh, and Vibe, uh, Vibes Barbershop and Aesthetics. That's her spot. Good job. Check her out on uh, on Instagram and on Facebook as well. Um, and Booksy is where you can book an appointment with her. Um, shout out to Keon Ross, Urban House Clothing. Um, that man's still moving. Like I, like I think it's it's great that he moves the way that he does. Shout out to my daughter Ravenbug. Absolutely, Dad hey, loves you. Um, and I think that's it. Okay, my shout outs are very short. Um, shout out to Sammy as always. Yes. Shout out to Miss Kendra. Um, link in bio for her story and, and her cash app. Word up. Boom. Um, and that's it today for me. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the Lord, because he is good. Amen. God is good, yes. Maurice Anthony. Shout, shout out to the bro, Richard Simmons, bro. Really? That's my random shout out for this week. Shout More out to Richard that. Simmons, bro. Hope you good. Is he dead? No, I he's not he's, dead. No, he's, he's like, 70 he's like, something. If I say he's like 70, 80. Man, something. shout out to Richard Simmons, bro. Real shit. We fuck with the queer homies. He can't even working out for like 50 years. That, that nigga, nigga look, in shape. That nigga look great, okay? bro. He's gonna be 150. That nigga been drinking more motherfucking tea than uh, Larry June, bro. All right. On that uh, note, wait, 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 wait. Oh, Shout out to the listeners, of course, yes. uh, who, who who have been been fucking with us for forever and a day. For real, because it seems like we've been doing this for forever and a day. Yeah. I know. So yeah, no. Nah, so shout out to y'all. Y'all are the ones that keep us going. Appreciate y'all. Well, we fading on out. It's your girl Morgan Alexis exiting the building, motherfuckers. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. <laughs> it's your boy, Ed Shot of Funky Walker, Dirty Talker. None of them scrubs to the grays. Killing it in a million ways. And it's your man, Maurice Anthony, the nigga that has your bitch buckling at the knees. Also, the nigga God. that has that shit sounding like mac, mac and cheese. cheese. Well, press one if you want a new slogan. Oh, press fuck. two if you want to.